الحب تسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم بارك لنا في رجب وشعبان وبلغنا رمضان الحمد لله What a beautiful Sunday morning rather In studio once again we have the Honorable Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and with a program of um, negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage Alhamdulillah Of course as you all know Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi in Mitzvah and uh, we're looking forward for another um, Uh, interesting program as the listeners always say the first part of the program with the dhikr and adhkar inshallah and of course the second part we go into negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage and without further ado once again Sheikh Assalamu Alaikum and welcome to the Voice of the Cape Alaikum Assalamu Rahmatullahi Barakatuh Alhamdulillah Mashallah, not forgetting our technician doing duty, that is none other but the Rashad Jacobs, and at the reception is uh, Zairu Nisa. Mashallah, shukram daraji. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillah rabbil alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidil Mursaneen wa Imamil Muttaqeen, Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbi shrah li sadari wa yassir li amri wa ahlul uqadatan min lisani yafqaw qawli. اللهم لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and my beloved and wonderful sisters and brothers and my beloved and wonderful and honorable youth and children and dear listeners of the voice of a cape I greet you with the universal greetings of love and mercy and honor and respect and tolerance and peace Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again a great honor and privilege for me to be with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms, in your vehicles, wherever you are, here in Cape Town or in South Africa or in Australia, New Zealand, Germany, wherever you are in the world. But just remember, you're always close to our hearts and you're always close to the airwaves of the voice of the Cape. ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له and we say to the world and we testify that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone ونشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد عبد ورسول and we also testify that our beloved Nabi Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم is the final and the greatest messenger of Allah القائل the one that said من صلى عليه صلاة مخلصا من قلبه Whosoever says sincerely from his heart and he put salawat on the Rasulullah once, then Allah will put 10 salawat. In other words, if you put a hundred salawat on the Nabi Muhammad and Allah then will put a thousand mercy from Allah on you, Allah, and raise you a thousand darajat. And write down for you, my dear listeners, we give this reminder every week because we need these reminders. And Allah will write down as if you've done a thousand good deeds. And Allah will wipe out a thousand of your sins. So uh, let us again put salawat on the Nabi Muhammad wasalam, and remember the word mukhlisan, sincerely, with passion, with feeling, and with sincerity. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabil ummi wa ala Allahumma 
مدين النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Once again, my dear listeners, it's an honor for me to remind you of another uh, uh, hadith where the, the, the word mukhlisan appears again, sincerely. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man qala la ilaha illallah mukhlisan al jannah. Whosoever says la ilaha illallah sincerely, then you will, he or she will enter the jannah. And then the sahaba asked the correct question. Ma ikhlasu ya Rasulullah what is the sincerity of saying la ilaha illallah what do you mean ya Rasulullah and then the nabi muhammad answered to say that if you say la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah and it keeps you away from all haram it's got so much impact on your life that it keeps you away from haram allahu akbar and that is exactly what we want in this life we don't want to disobey allah so please join me again they say la ilaha illallah three times and the fourth time we say yuhyi qalbi dhikrullah may allah through the remembrance of allah keep my heart alive yuhyi qalbi dhikrullah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah قلبي ذكر الله حق لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله يحيي قلبي ذكر الله حق لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله يحبي قلبي ذكر الله جماعت المسلمين جس يمجن that we take this hadith to heart and every day we say لا إله إلا الله but with that understanding and with that meaning that I want to say it sincerely what does it mean sincerely? It must keep me away from all haram. Allahu Akbar. Then you deserve to go to Jannah. So please make it part of your life every day to say 20 times, 30 times. You know, that's why the Rabbi Muhammad uh, encourages and says, Jaddidu imanakum. Renew and refresh your iman. Qalu kayfa nujaddidu imanana ya Rasulullah. And the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, how to be renew our iman? The Nabi Muhammad said, "Akthiru min kauli la ilaha illallah." Increase to say, "La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah." So let us say it every day, and we remember the hadith. We connect it with the hadith that we are saying it with the intention that it must keep us away from all haram. So what does mean? So uh, uh, the, the, we're going to say it again three times, but then we're going to follow it with "Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah, Ma fi qalbi." There's nothing in my heart except Allah. Allah. And that is that is our goal. We we want to say La ilaha illallah. We make a salah. We fast the month of Ramadan so that we can reach that stage of the salihin. The salihin are those people, nothing is in their heart. Ma fi qalbi ghayrullah except Allah. 
We as mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers, we need to remind our children to, to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this, uh, this this morning after Fajr or before Fajr, I was thinking that we as parents also and grandparents, we must remind our children and others around us uh, about preparing ourselves for the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah, for the Akhirah, to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we live in a time when many people are not even thinking about the day of Qiyamah. Like Allah says in the Quran in Surah Al-Anbiya, إِقَتَارَبَ لِلنَّاسِ حِسَابُهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي غَفْلَةِ مَعْرِدُونَ The day of reckoning, the day of Qiyamah is getting closer and closer. But people are unconcerned about the day of Qiyamah. So that's why we must remind our children because many of our children, many of the Muslimin also live that, uh, you know, there is not the day of Qiyamah. Ya Allah, may Allah protect us. So Jamaat Muslimin, we want to make use of this program inshallah to give these reminders about the du'as and the dhikrullah very inshallah shukran for that sheikh we need to go for a commercial break when we come back uh, you are listening to the voice of the cape 91.3 fm <laughs> Welcome back in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage Alhamdulillah If just tuning in the studio We have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel Who is the Imam of Masjid al-Rabi Alhamdulillah And of course If you need any questions You can send out your messages On the number 47913 Sheikh Shukran My dear listeners uh, Once again we uh, You're making use Of this first uh, uh, part Of this program To remind one another Of important uh, dhikr And important du'as and we also want to remind one another to increase on a daily basis, basis to seek Allah's forgiveness, to ask Allah by saying, Astaghfirullah, I seek Allah's forgiveness. Oh Allah, I beg your forgiveness. Allahu Akbar. In fact, our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man istighfara. Whosoever keep on and continue and, and, and keep up and be consistent in asking Allah forgiveness. In other words, on a daily basis. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take you out of all your difficulties. My dear listeners, please listen. Because many of us have got problems and difficulties. Allah will remove all your problems. And Allah will remove you out of all your difficulties. And Allah will grant you rizq, sustenance. And Allah records in Surah Al-Nuh. That Nabi Nuh, Nabi Nuh salam, said to his people, and Allah records it. فَقُلْ تُسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّوْ كَانَ غَفَّارًا Ya Allah, I said to my people, إِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Ask Allah for forgiveness. Ask Allah for forgiveness. إِنَّوْ كَانَ غَفَّارًا He is the most of forgiving. He will forgive you. 
Yursili sama alaykum midarara and Allah will send abundance of rain to you. Allahu Akbar. We've got so many problems of water here in South Africa. Yes, one of the solutions to increase to us Allah forgiveness, Allah will send an abundance of rain. وَيُمْدِدَكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ And Allah will increase your wealth and Allah will increase you in children. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So what does mean? Uh, one of our sisters here in Cape Town, I don't know her. My wife and my daughter met her. And I already, I already told the story, but it's, it's worthwhile to say it again. And this lady said, she and her husband, dad, they didn't have children for a long time. And somebody reminded them of this ayah that Allah says, and because of you asking Allah forgiveness, Allah will increase you in wealth and in children. And she and her husband continuously on a daily basis, in abundance, ask Allah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, forgive me, Ya Allah. And Allah granted him uh, uh, the first child, a daughter, Allahu Akbar. And they kept on asking Allah forgiveness and forgiveness. Allah granted him a second daughter. And after the second daughter, they keep on and say, Ya Allah, we appreciate so much. Allah has given us two daughters. Ya Allah, can you please give us a son also? And it was not long with the, with the, with the continuation of istighfar. Allah has granted them a son also. Allahu Akbar. Ya Salam. So, what must mean? So, before you're going to join me in asking Allah forgiveness in a special way, someone at our masjid, um, and I told your honorable selves, dear listeners, that um, every Friday night in Portland's masjid, where I am the Imam, uh, uh, we after Isha, we say 500 times, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. And uh, we also want to say shukran to one of the listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Uh, her name is Shireen. I don't know her, but she phoned in to ask my number because she and her family want to come through to, to the program. And, and she came, alhamdulillah, mashallah, may Allah increase her. And may Allah increase more listeners of the Voice of the Cape to join Amen. us on a Friday night, inshallah. Amen. So one of our brothers in the masjid said, Sheikh, uh, I would suggest that we first start with the following dhikr of, of mentioning Allah's name to put us in the correct mode. And, and it is true. It, it really, it really put, put us in a, in, a, in, a, in a different mode, in the correct mode, Allahu Akbar. So we're going to first say the word of Allah, the name of the great name of Allah a few times, and then we go to istighfar, inshallah. Allahu, Allahu, Allahu. Uh, these words are, are so natural Allahu Akbar Even uh, our honorable lady that is working for us She's not a Muslim she's, Her name is Christine But uh, she's also uh, singing these words Because it's so natural mm. Allahu Akbar Even a non-Muslim Because all of us We were created on the natural instinct To worship Allah Our bodies and our heart Whenever we say the word Allah It, it gel with our body With our hearts With our minds With the whole a whole system, Allahu Akbar. So it really puts us in a, in, in a different mode. So now please join me 
in asking Allah forgiveness, insha'Allah. Astaghfirullah, 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 so dear listeners, before we move uh, to the du'as, let me once again remind that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Tubu ilallah wa astaghfiru. Ask Allah for tawbah and ask Allah forgiveness every day. For indeed, I, the Rasulullah, the Messenger of Allah, I ask Allah forgiveness and I repent to Allah 100 times per day, minimum 100 times per day. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, now we quickly want to revise the two du'as that we've done last week. And I hope some of you have uh, collected the copies here at the Voice of the Cape, and it will is still here at the Voice of the Cape. And the first one, uh, I've said that we normally do it in Makkah, but but you can do it everywhere. Allahu Akbar. Uh, and the words are, "Tubtu ilallah, tubtu ilallah." I've made tawbah to Allah. I've repented to Allah. Tubtu ilallah. Such important words. Tubtu ilallah. You connect yourself immediately to Allah when you when you say these words. And Allah is the Tawab. Allah is the Tawab. You know what's the meaning of Tawab? Allah will never ever refuse the repentance of anybody. You could have been the worst person, the most evil person in the world. You could have been the worst disbeliever, even the worst munafiq, hypocrite. But if you decide the day that you want to come back to Allah, Allah is not going to throw it in your face to say, No, you were too evil. No, no, no. Allah will never ever refuse the repentance of anybody. And these are such important words. You know why? Because there are so many Muslims and even non-Muslims. But let us so speak about the Muslims. They think that they have done too much wrong. And there's no hope for them. They are just waiting for you to say to them these important words. One of the names of Allah is Allah is At-Tawab. And the meaning of Tawab is my dear brother or sister or family or neighbor, Allah will never ever refuse your repentance. If you come back to Allah, Allah will accept you with open arms. Allahu Akbar. Ya Tawab, Tuba Halayna. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, just a net note, we need to go for a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue with the dua, inshallah. The voice of the 
Welcome back to the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, Alhamdulillah. If you just join us in studio, we have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. And just before the commercial break, Sheikh spoke about forgiveness. And uh, one of the basic differences between the Allah and the humans is, Sheikh, that Allah gives and gives and forgives. Yeah. But the human, he gets and gets and gets and he forgets. Yeah. Allahu Akbar. Now very soon, Sheikh, we're also approaching the month of Ramadan. We're going to make this uh, dhikr. We're going to say, Allahumma innaka afoon tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you, you say you are the most forgiving and you love forgiveness, alhamdulillah. Yeah. And we ask Allah Ta'ala to forgive us, inshallah. Uh, Sheikh, we can continue with the dua while being on uh, Umrah and the Hajj, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. So once again, uh, my dear listeners, the dua of last week, Tubtu uh, ilallah, I've repented to Allah. Ikatubah makna Allah. Tubtu ilallah, waraja'tu ilallah, waraja'tu ilallah. Such beautiful words. And I have returned to Allah. Tubtu ilallah, waraja'tu ilallah. Just imagine we sing every day these words. Tubtu ilallah, I've repented to Allah. Waraja'tu ilallah, wanadimtu. Another key word, mm. and I regret uh, of all the wrong that I've done. When I dimtu ala ma faaltu, wa azamtu azman akidan, and I've made a firm intention and a firm undertaking. Ala anani la aqsilla that I don't want to disobey Allah, that I don't want to disobey Allah. Tubtu ila Allah, wa rajatu ila Allah. وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ وَنَدِمْتُ نَدِمْتُ نَدِمَ means to, to regret um, spitevis, mm. and it is by a spit very wicked what you could do not. Allah just love people to speak like that to Allah Allah just love people admitting their faults Allah don't love people that are arrogant and don't know what did I forget we repent to Allah and we say Ya Allah once regret what you forget what you could do not. إِلَى الله وَرَجَعْتُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ وَنَدِمْتُ عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُ وَعَزَمْتُ عَزْمًا أَكِيدًا وَعَزَمْتُ وَعَزَمْتُ عَزْمًا أَكِيدًا إن أكد فهم إنتنشن خماك على أنني لا أعصي الله that إن شاء الله إكماك فهم إنتنشن that I don't want to disobey Allah I don't want to disobey Allah إن أزاري بورد فاني عطفكم you know these words uh, will penetrate in our hearts, and when it, you know one of the one of the um, frequent or regular wrongdoings that we are doing, that we we we, we somehow speak about other people, we, we backbite other people, we speak bad about other people, and, and there is a fakira. It's but with with the barak of these words, wa azam to azman akidan, ik maak a firm intention. Ik wil nie meer van ander mense praat nie. Ek wil nie meer na haram kyk nie. Ek wil nie meer verkeerde woorde praat nie. Ek wil nie lelike woorde praat nie. And all the wrongdoings, wa azam to azman akidan, ala annani la aqsila. So my Muslim, it will take time. But if we continue and continue to say these words, Allah will grant, inshallah. It will become a reality, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh. Once again, we need to break for the news at 12. And when they come back, we'll continue, inshallah. Stay tuned. <laughs> 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Alhamdulillah. If you just join us in studio, we have Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, who is the Imam of Masjid al Rabi in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, Sheikh, we need to acknowledge our SMSs that came yeah. through, uh, but we're actually doing, we don't read the SMS out on air, but uh, myself and Sheikh, we discuss it off air, and then Sheikh will elaborate on the questions that are coming through on our SMS line. Shukran, inshallah. So that is what we are doing currently, alhamdulillah. Sheikh, Sheikh, you can continue. Inshallah. Uh, dear listeners, uh, just lastly again that dua Tubtu ilallah wa raja'tu ilallah wa nadimtu ala ma fa'altu wa azamtu azman akidan ala annani la a'asillah The other important dua that we've done last week is a very very special dua because Sayyidina Abu Bakr anhu after hearing that Rasulullah said that the closest that you get uh, 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 to make dua is when you are in sujood. The closest you get to Allah is when you are in sujood. So uh, the Nabi Muhammad said, فَأَكْثِرُ مِنَ الدُّعَى So increase to make dua. Sayyidina Abu Bakr then asked Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, teach, teach me a dua to make in my sujood. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Isn't it important? So please, you must write it down or you must collect your copy here, the voice of the kid. And then the Nabi Muhammad said to Sayyidina Abu Bakr, say, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi dhulman kathira. Oh Allah, waarlik waar, ek het baie, baie onrig gedoen aan myself. Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi dhulman kathira. Oh Allah, indeed, I have wronged myself. Dhulman kathira, lots and lots of wrong. Allah. The Nabi Muhammad says to the best person after Rasulullah, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, the Nabi Muhammad says, that if the iman of Sayyidina Bakr has to be put under one part of the scale and the iman of the ummah on the other part of the scale, the iman of Sayyidina Bakr will outweigh the iman of the ummah. Allah. For that particular person, Rasulullah says, Say in your sujood, Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi dhulman kathira. Oh Allah, indeed I have wronged myself with lots and lots of wrong. وَلَا يَخْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ And no one but no one can forgive my sins except you, Ya Allah. فَاغْفِرْ لِي مَغْفِرَةً مِنْ عِنْدِكَ So please, Ya Allah, forgive me a forgiveness from your own self. وَلَا يَخْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ وَلَا يَخْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ And no one, and no one can forgive my sins, only you, Ya Allah. فَاغْفِرْ لِي so, O oh Allah, forgive me a forgiveness from your own self. Warhamni. And O oh Allah, have mercy on me. Warhamni. Innaka antal ghafoor rahim. Indeed, Ya Allah, you are the most of forgiving, the most merciful. Allahu Akbar. My dear listeners, it is necessary that we must learn this dua and say it into sujood as much as possible. Allahumma. Inni zalamtu nafsi dhulman kathira. Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi dhulman kathira. Wala yaghfiru al-dhunuba illa anta. Wala yaghfiru al-dhunuba illa anta. Faghfir li maghfiratan min indik. Warhamni innaka anta al-ghafur rahim My dear listeners, maybe later on we can repeat it if there is a request from the listeners, inshallah. But our new words that we are going to learn today, uh, it is recorded in a hadith 
that our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasalam, this Sahabi says he, he made Salatul Layl, the, 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 the night Salah, the Salatul Tahajjud with Rasulullah. And Rasulullah read Surah Fatiha and the whole of Suratul Baqarah, Allahu Akbar. It's almost two and a half juz in the first raka'ah, Allahu Akbar. And then the, he said the Nabi Muhammad wasalam, then went into Ruku, and the Ruku was almost so long as the standing of Rasulullah wasalam. So long at Rasulullah ruku khamak. ruku makni. But then he says, and then Allah, uh, the Nabi Muhammad said the following words: Subhana dil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai wal azma. Subhana dil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai wal azma. Subhana dil jabaruti wal malakuti. وَالْكِبَرِيَاءِ وَالْعَظَمَةِ Allahu Akbar Subhan, we know what's the meaning of Subhan Glory be to Allah How great is Allah Hoog en geëerd is Allah En Allah is vrij En Allah is bevrijd van enige uh, Shortcomings And weaknesses And unableness La la hawla wa lukata illa billah Allah is beyond that That's why we say Subhanallah Subhanallah, Subhana dil jabaruti. Jabarut means Allah. Subhana means uh, glory be to Allah, how great is Allah. And jabarut, dil jabarut, the owner of might and power. Subhana dil jabaruti. Subhana dil jabaruti. Jamaat Muslimin, I am saying these words on radio so that we can take our salah to another level. And we say the words that was said to the, by our beloved Nabi Muhammad We know the normal that we say Subhan Rabbil Azim, Subhan Rabbil Azim in the Ruku And Subhan Rabbil A'la We say that, Alhamdulillah But we must move to another level We want to say, Inshallah All these important words That were said by our beloved Nabi Muhammad The best that has ever made Ruku to Allah And the best that has ever made Sujood to Allah so Rasulullah used to say also these words in the ruku and the sujood. Subhana dhil jabarut. Subhana dhil jabarut. Greatness and glory be to Allah, the owner, the possessor of the might and power and real authority. Allahu Akbar. Subhana dhil jabarut wal malakuti and the owner of real kingdom and real kingship and real royalty we know in this world up till today uh, the kings of the world some of some of them are not even real kings but people has got so much respect and honor and humility they humble themselves some of them they fall on the feet of the kings and kiss the feet of the kings because they are the royalty and the kingship and the kingdom and the empire. Yeah, in the words of the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, we say, Subhana, glory be to Allah, the owner of the real kingdom and the real royalty and the real kingship, Allah Akbar. Wal and the owner of majesty, Allah Akbar. The, the owner of majesty and celebrity and eminence. Wal and the owner of greatness, Allahu Akbar. 
exaltedness, subhanallah. Subhana dhil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai wal azamah. Subhana dhil jabarut, dhil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai wal azamah. Subhana dhil jabaruti wal malakuti wal kibriyai Well, Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh, on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When they come back, we'll continue, inshallah. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Merit, alhamdulillah. Yes, we acknowledge all the SMSs coming through here. Let us go for... Uh, shukran Sheikh for the beautiful program. And there's a lot of people requesting the copies of the du'as, Sheikh. Inshallah, uh, mm-hmm. Raja, I will write down the dua and leave it at the reception and people can collect it, inshallah. So once again, that dua uh, or the words that were said by our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasalam, in the ruku and sujood and the ulama explain that although the Nabi Muhammad said it in salatu tahajjud, we are allowed to say it in al salah or any salah in the ruku and the sujood. And the Sahabi that uh, uh, narrated this hadith is Sayyidina Auf ibn Malik al-Ashja'i He said, I made salah with Rasulullah sallam, and the Nabi Muhammad read Surah Fatiha and the whole of Surah Baqarah. And whenever the Nabi Muhammad passes with an uh, uh, ayah where Allah discusses the mercy of Allah, the Nabi Muhammad will stop at that ayah and ask Allah's mercy. And whenever in the, in the whole of Surah Baqarah, when Allah speaks about Allah's adab, Allah's punishment, the Nabi Muhammad will stop and ask the protection from, uh, against the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Nabi Muhammad said it in the ruku and in the sujood. Subhana dhil jabaruti. Subhana dhil jabaruti. Wal malakuti. Wal kibriyai. Wal azamah. Subhana dhil jabaruti. Wal malakuti. Wal kibriyai. Wal azamah. Dear listeners, today there are so many important things we want to speak about. For example, we want to say that the sacred month of Rajab is busy leaving us. And the key question is, how much of these sacred days of Rajab and sacred hours have we used to prepare ourselves for the holy month of Ramadan? We need to always keep an account of ourselves. We need to ask ourselves, how much... What did I do so far? It is already the, uh, the 23rd of the month of Rajab. There's only a month and a few days left for the month of Ramadan. And, and, and the word keep an account of ourselves is such an important phrase. You know why, my dear listeners, and my dear beloved and wonderful mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers? is because our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Al-Kayyisu mandana nafsahu wa amila lima ba'dan maut. The most intelligent person is a person that has got two qualities. My dear listeners, I would encourage you to, to memorize or to remember this hadith or write it down some way. The Nabi Muhammad says, Al-Kayisu, Al-Kayisu means the intelligent person. Mandana nafsahu is a person that he always keeps an account of himself or herself. For example, every night before you go sleep, you say to yourself, Um, the, 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 the way you have spoken to your 
husband or to your wife, you say, man, that was the wrong way to speak. Uh, or you say to yourself, I was walking in the street and I was looking at women. I shouldn't have looked at these women. Or uh, I've spoken bad about a person. I shouldn't have done that. You keep an account of yourself. It's going to help. Allahu Akbar. Like Sayyidina Umar said, Hasibu anfusakum qabla an tuhasabu. Keep an account of yourself before there's going to be kept an account of you the day of Qiyamah. Because by keeping an account of you here, it's going to make your account the day of Qiyamah much, much easier, insha'Allah. So the first quality of the most intelligent person, according to our beloved Nabi Muhammad, is a person that keeps an account of himself. And the next quality of the most intelligent person, says Rasulullah, is a person that works extremely hard for what comes after death. A lot of people are only working for what is coming before death. And they're not worried what is coming after death. They're not worried about the qabr. They're not worried about the day of qiyamah. So the Nabi Muhammad says, that's why I've, I've encouraged your honorable selves and myself to remember this hadith and to live this hadith. The most intelligent person, says Rasulullah, is a person that keeps an account of himself and he works hard. He breaks his neck for what comes after death. What is coming after death? Your qabr first and the day of qiyamah. And the Nabi Muhammad says, your qabr is either a garden of the gardens of the, of the Jannah or it's going to be a hole of the holes of the fire of Jahannam. Yeah, salam. So work, work for the qabr, for your Jannah, for your, for your um, uh, uh, Miryad al-Jannah, a garden of the garden of the Jannah, and also work for what is coming on the day of Yawm al-Qiyamah. So yes, my dear and wonderful and mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and beloved children, we need to ask ourselves and, and, we, and we keep an account of ourselves on a regular, regular basis, inshallah. And then we, we, we want to talk about the great night of Mi'arats that's going to take place in a few days' time. That took place on the 27th night of Rajab and that will be Wednesday night here in South Africa, inshallah. First of all, my dear listeners, we want to thank Allah for guiding our forefathers and our foremothers of this beautiful city of Cape Town. We have brought about the idea of gathering together in the Masajid in the house of Allah on the night of Mi'araj. To speak about this great happening, to remind the community of this great happening. My dear ones, if I'm, I'm just asking the question because so many people say that we, we shouldn't come together on a Mi'araj night. So many people say it's a bid'ah. I want to ask the question, for instance, if a few Muslim families land up in a foreign country or they land up on, a, on an island and as time goes on, the, the grandfathers they realize that most of the children and most of the grandchildren, they don't know anything about the Mi'araj. Mm -hmm. They don't value of what has happened the night of Mi'araj. And then they gather. They said, no, we must gather. We, we, we need to, to discuss it. We, we talk about it. And after uh, having a discussion and a meeting, they came to the conclusion that they're going to bring all these families together in one place and they will ask the most knowledgeable person to, to speak to, to them about what has happened the night of Mi'araj and remind them about the Salah and how it became a fart 
and how the Nabi Muhammad traveled from Masjid al-Haram to Masjid al-Aqsa, from Masjid al-Aqsa beyond the seven sama. I am asking the question, is there perhaps anything wrong with it? Is it an addition to our deen? Because that is um, uh, the, the people are saying that we are making bid'ah, we bring uh, something new into the deen. We're not bringing something new into the deen. We are getting together to remind our children and our community about what has happened and how Allah has honored our beloved Nabi Muhammad and how the Nabi Muhammad traveled from Mazl Aqsa, Mazl Haram to Mazl Aqsa and the things that has happened. Allahu Akbar. And, and uh, so uh, 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 we are asking another question. Is it, is it something bad for the Muslim community to come together on the night of Mi'raj? Or let me ask, is it a, is it a benefit? My dear listeners, Wallahi, I sumba by Allah that so many people have changed their lives because of attending, for example, the nightmare of Mi'raj in the masjid and they heard what has happened and they hear the importance of the salah and at that moment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed his heart and changed his life and he made that decision that from today onwards I'm not going to miss one salah, Allahu Akbar. So many hundreds or maybe thousands of people in Cape Town have changed their lives so the question is again, is it a benefit for this community or is it harmful? And the answer is clear that it is a great benefit for this ummah to come together on these nights. We're not bringing new additions to the deen of Allah. We are discussing the greatness of Allah and the greatness of our beloved Nabi Muhammad and the importance of the salah and so forth and so forth. And we discuss the ayah that is mentioned in the Quran. Allah says, بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا How great is Allah that has taken his slave our beloved Nabi Muhammad من المسجد الحرام from مسجد الحرام to مسجد الأقصى on that night we explained to people and to our children on that particular night Allah has gathered all the prophets of Allah in Masjid Al-Aqsa with the Nabi Muhammad and the Nabi stood amongst the Anbiya who is going to lead the Salah Allah gave instruction to Jibreel to take the hand of Rasulullah and put Rasulullah forward to lead the Salah for all the Anbiya Allahu Akbar so many of our children doesn't know these things. الذي باركنا حوله مسجد الأقصى and we have blessed مسجد الأقصى and the surroundings of مسجد الأقصى. جماعت المسلمين we must make a lot of dua for مسجد الأقصى. Allah سبحانه وتعالى liberate and free مسجد الأقصى. يا رب العالمين. شيخ أستاذ محمد أمين فقير has just recently completed a book. And it is called the Isra and the Mi'raj. Allahu Akbar. Please make sure that you, you, have, you, you buy a copy of this wonderful work by our Ustaz, Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir. And in the book, Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir um, records the, the khutbah that was delivered by Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk. Rahmatullahi alayhi. Now, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk was a, a blind person. So he couldn't see with his eyes. But he... He could see with the nur of Allah. He was of the salihin. He was of the great ulama, Allahu Akbar. And, and, and in, in this khutbah that is recorded in the book of Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishis, 
And don't ask me why we have lost Masjid Al-Aqsa. For if you're going to ask me this question, I will say to you, maybe it should, it should have been lost. We should have lost. We, we are losing Masjid Al-Aqsa because maybe the Muslims are not suitable and qualified and fit to be in charge of it. Because he says, only last night, the Egyptian nation was busy watching a, a, a play or, a, or a, like we call it a soapy, uh, the school of the mischievous, and, until Fajr. And then Sheikh uh, Abdul Hamid asked, did any one of those people, while listening to the Mu'addin, answer the call by, made by him? Salah is better as Salah to khayru min al-nawm. Please tell me, did any of these people get up to stand in front of Allah after the play? So don't ask me, why did we lose Masjid al-Aqsa? Allahu Akbar. So Jamaat Muslimin, yes, these are the reminders that we get, that we need to stand up. The Muslims need to change. Inna Allah la yughayru ma bikawmin, hatta yughayru ma bi'anfusim. My dear ones, please send your children and grandchildren to the masjid on Wednesday night. Many of the children don't come to the masjid. Unlike in the olden times, the children were motivated. The parents and the grandparents encouraged the children. You know, my honorable chairman uh, at the masjid, Putanazim Dhamman, would always say, on these, uh, for example, on these nights, at Mama al divatige, die water was nie in a shower nie, in a legisa wat warm is nie. Mama moet nog die water in a blik warm gemaakt het, maar dat a pomp was, a pomp, wat sê dit, wat soos pompies, pompies stofie? Ja, ja, primus stofie. Primus stofie, primus stofie, om die water warm te maak. En daar is nou maar a klombroes wat nog kindertjes wat moet om bevast. Maar mama het vir hulle amal vir hulle prepare vir die goedheid aan, Allahu Akbar. So wat moest mean? This is the night in Allah has honored our beloved Nabi Muhammad Imagine traveling such a distance. Yes, for human beings on their own, it is impossible to travel that distance in that particular time. But for Allah, nothing is impossible. I want to repeat. For Allah, nothing is impossible. Sorry. And a big sorry for those people who don't believe that the Nabi Muhammad went from Masjid al-Aqsa beyond the seven Samah. But Alhamdulillah, we, the majority of the Muslim Ummah, we believe that Allah is the most powerful. And Allah has got power over all things. So Jamaat Muslimin, time does not allow us. But, but just imagine, on this particular night, at a certain point, Jibaril alayhi salam told the Nabi Muhammad up till here, Ya Rasulullah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Ya Jibaril, is, is this where an intimate friend leaves his intimate friend alone? And Jibaril alayhi salam says, Ya Rasulullah, if I go an inch further, I will burn because hmm. of the nur of Allah. But if you go through, you will be able to go through. Allahu Akbar. And just imagine when Jamatimus, can you just close your eyes and imagine this happening and this evening? Mm. And when Allah Rasulullah met Allah, and Nabi Muhammad didn't greet Allah to say, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Assalamu alaikum. No, no, no. 
This was the greetings of the Nabi Muhammad the, the most blessing, the most blessed of greetings and the most pure of greetings belongs to Allah, Allahu Akbar. And Allah returned and said, Assalamu alayka ayyuan nabiyyu. Peace be upon you, honorable Nabi. And then the Malaika said, Assalamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salihin. And another narration, the Nabi Muhammad said, Assalamu alayna May the peace be on all of us, the Anbiya, and all the Salihin. May Allah grant us to be of the Salihin. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we are saying in our Salah every day. That is why it's recorded from the Nabi Muhammad that our Salah is the Mi'raj of a Muslim. The Mi'raj of a Muslim is that you're also meeting Allah in your Salah and you're speaking to Allah. So, please send your children and your families and the wives must remind their husbands to go to the night of Mi'araj. And the ladies can also attend the night of Mi'araj. Let us revive this in Cape Town, the importance of the night of Mi'araj. And always on the night of Mi'araj, we remind our community and our people about the Salah. And the Salah is the key to Jannah. The Salah is the key to the Jannah. So what must mean in our last five and a half minutes, Today is International Workers' Day. And the reason why many, many years ago it was decided to make the 1st of May uh, in recognition to the workers and the laborers of the world because the workers of the world have been neglected. They've been abused. They've been underpaid. These people are, the workers and the laborers are doing all the hard work. Yes, you are wearing the gold. And the beautiful jewelry and the platinum and all these expensive uh, minerals coming on from around the earth. But who are doing the work? Who are doing the hard work? And these people are abused. Subhanallah. Die mense wat op die gebouw gewerk het, mense wat so hard gewerk het, the buildings, the homes, who are doing the work? Even die mense wat ons strate vee, they are the workers. They have been looked down upon. But they are doing the work. They are cleaning the city. They are cleaning your, your environment. They need to be honored. They need to be respected. The clothes that you are working, we do the clothing. Mr. Van Osa Frowens and also sisters and the doctors, hard work, machinists, and the amount of money they've been paid. Your workers at home, but also the maids and also servants, you must respect them. You must honor them. That's why the Nabi Muhammad said to us one day, kiss the hand, kiss the hand of a person. Say, say, And the Nabi Muhammad kissed his hand. And the Nabi Muhammad says, Allah is lift for suwa hand. Allahu Akbar. And the Nabi Muhammad also said to us, you must honor your worker, you must honor your worker, and somebody that works for you, and pay him. For say sweet drugraks is the Nabi Muhammad So that is why there is International Workers' Day. But what I want to say today, Jamaat Muslim, and sometimes we forget about the most important workers. And to the husbands, I'm referring to our wives. And to the children, I'm referring to your mothers. So our wives, besides doing the other work, Ya Salam, Ya Salam. For example, my wife, 
My one son must be four o'clock at work. She stands up half past three. And she goes sleeps a bit again. And then she must step, uh, stand up early again for me and for my other children. And she must do everything. She must almost a brood rechmak. She must rechmak and rechmak. And then she must rush to her work. She's teaching. And when she comes home, she must make lunch and must make food. And it's a whole day. Yeah, salam. So in our program, negotiating pathways to successful marriage, I want to say to the husbands, please honor and respect your wives. They are the real workers. They go out of their way to make sure that her family and her husband and her children are being looked after. So that's why the Nabi Muhammad said to us, لا يفرق مؤمن مؤمنة a, a Muslim a Muslim man never hates and dislikes a mu'mina his Muslim Muslim sister referring to his wife إن كريا منا خلقاً if he dislikes a certain aspect or a certain characteristic of her رضيه then he is looks at the other many many other things that she does for him. And he feels satisfied. Allahu Akbar. This is a beautiful hadith of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. La yafruku mu'minun mu'minatan. A mu'min man wait hate and dislike Sifroni. As a itza and Sifroni's that they need a freedom yesni than a kikin and a belangerke and mu'i itza that say dun for him and I still leave him self to freedom. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm really, I really appreciate the response of our listeners. Uh, last week, somebody SMS to say that, um, Sheikh, I, I appreciate these words. You know, I've neglected my husband. And now in the week, uh, another lady uh, WhatsApp me and said to me, Sheikh, you know, I, I really, I realize that I have, I've, I've neglected my husband. So the, so, so the same I want to say to the husbands, don't neglect your wife, honor her and respect her. And, and uh, we really appreciate another SMS that came in. Uh, that uh, a, a person said that my, my parents my parents used to tell me uh, Qiyama is near, Qiyama is tomorrow and another SMS that is of great concern, one of the mothers or fathers said that uh, uh, her children are so rude to her so we just want to, any children any, any child that are, that are listening to us please remember that your doorway to the Jannah is through your mother and to your father we, we are concluding our uh, 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 talk today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that the days that are left before Ramadan, the few days of Rajab and the, few, and, and the month of Sha'ban, that we can make good use to prepare ourselves for the month of Ramadan. I want to encourage everybody to fast tomorrow, Monday, in preparations for Rajab, uh, for Ramadan, next Thursday. And I want to remind you, that Anas ibn Malik said that Rasulullah fasted most of the Sha'ban, of the month of Sha'ban. And when he was asked, Ya Rasulullah, why? The Nabi Muhammad said, Ta'zeeman li Ramadan, out of honor and respect for the great month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. What a beautiful program once again on this beautiful Sunday afternoon, Sheikh. And of course, uh, that do are we also make Sheikh uh, want to seek to make closing dua. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins, Rabbana Innana, Amana, Fafilana, Wadunubana, Wakina Adabana, inshaAllah. Bhadaraji, inshaAllah, we're gonna make dua for all our deceased. Allah must grant him Jannah to Firdaus and all our sickly 
in hospital and home. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, speedy recovery and all those people who went through uh, operations. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala operation to be a great success. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen. Sayyidina wa habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. اللهم رب الناس أذب البأس إشفي وأنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما نسأل الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم أن يشفي جميع المرضى المسلمين اللهم اغفر لأهل الكبور من المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات ارفع لهم الدرجات وكفر عنهم السيئات يا رب العالمين إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وصحابه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون just before she leave uh, a final message just just came through this mother's Marudia Khalan she says she just spoke to her children about the night of Mi'araj and then the Sheikh just mentioned it she was Allah sitting Allah. there with the children and explaining what is happening uh, the night of Mi'araj and for the listener inshallah Sheikh mentioned that on Wednesday evening inshallah will be Laylatul Mi'araj and next Sunday we're not going to have the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage of course we're having an outside broadcast yes. and that is at the Masjid Manaru Huda and that's the <coughs> annual Kira program and that starts from 8 o'clock in the morning until 1 o'clock and that is Judan Street in Manaburg once again shukran Sheikh for taking time out and uh, wherever Sheikh is going to may Allah guide Sheikh along the road inshallah uh-huh. and for myself Raji Davaji not forgetting our technician that is Rashad Jacobs and our reception the, uh, the desk that is Zayru Nisa and stay tuned for the next one coming up that's the Wakt of Dhur inshallah and at half past one Talib Samai will take us through the program Pulse of Wisdom. And from myself, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.